0: There's a country beyond that which is known to humankind, a stray country, a country that exists west of October, whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant of a dog, a country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations, a country that drifts to America like a traveling salesman, but every now and then stops to the nest on a small town, a small church. A single street and maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 44 pop culture, sawdust, glue, steam, vapors, carnival lights. What time is it? Jack asked. Why? No one knows. He could see the face of the clock. Could read face clocks, despite never owning one. Despite only ever owning digital clocks and calculated wristwatches. No one answered. And Billy heard something on the wind. Something that made him say inside himself. What time is it? It's pig guts 30. He did not know what that meant. He only knew it was true. His bones told him so. All three cocked their ears. Outside, thought Billy. Sounds like convicts roasting in electric chairs. No, thought the janitor. Fireside chats grown too big, too crackly with flame. Fireside chats. No, funeral pyre chats. Outside, thought Jack. Sounds like someone left their radio on. Dialed between stations. The janitor went to the window. Looked the night of the empty street. Why? Thought the janitor. The houses look very much like tombstones. The streets Just walk ways to visit the graves. He sucked the warmth of the living room through his cigarette. Looked to the east hills burnt with dark. Tried to see the backside of tomorrow. Tried to peer over the hill in the next week. Couldn't see a thing. Not even a preview of 4 a.m. dark. Suddenly, the janitor remembered what it was like the first time he felt old. He was 35, somewhere in his own country. He had asked the waitress for her phone number. She had asked, How old are you? He could not sleep that night, wondering how old was he. Yes, he was older than her. Twice her age. When had it happened? He went out in the night, bought his first pack of cigarettes, came home, smoked on the side of his bed, putting together a slideshow of years, memories that separated him from her. The waitress had called him Sir. Sir. Had it been that long since he had waited tables, called people equal to his parents Sir and Madam? Yes. When he did the math it had, for the first time in his life, he felt old. And it was a strange feeling to feel old. To not be old, but not be young. Standing in age limbo. Not belonging where he'd been. Afraid of where he was going. But he guessed it was like someone had told him once. Dines important in living, and that he could agree with, but the idea that aging was probably the finest way to die scared the shit out of him, and all he could do was light a cigarette. Ever since, his own age had been slapping him in the face. Ever since, he kept a pack of smokes and a book of matches in his pockets, Here, tonight, the lost radio broadcast sounded louder. Roosevelt's 31st fireside chat, the one without a transcript. This time, the boys heard the static in the wind, something that sounded like locking an execution death away in a box. A mix of Pulp Fiction, Pop Culture, Sawdust, Glue, Steam, Vapors, and Carnival Lights. Now, the boys were at the windows, looking out, trying to hear the crone-strewn gospel, trying to see what even the vultures couldn't feast on, trying to spot the table scraps from a wake- And with eyes on the road, the three were like frontier New York farmers, plucked from the rear pews, full of the folk secret and the black loam of the earth beneath their toenails, watching the road for the circuit-riding preacher coming their way. But what was coming wasn't someone that had kissed the Bible, no, because coming down the road wasn't a man of God but a man of gold, a road show industrialist, come to tend up the capital circus under the small town rain, to build something that looked a lot like a church, but had more in common with the midway, carnival preachers, carousel religions, and he was dragging troughs with him for the pigs, throwing pig feed to the wind like Johnny Apple seed. And he was whistling. Yes, the boys, the janitor, heard whistling on the wind. Hymns that were really the kind of tune you would play to announce a carnival. Yes, what was coming was someone what could shake their chins for a dime. Chew on matchsticks and burn down the churches, and if you took all the American radio ads ever made and played them atop one another, wouldn't it sound very similar? Very similar indeed. Wouldn't it sound a lot like a plastic sack blowing in the wind? Wouldn't it sound very much like a million different pigs trying to climb atop one another?